Ah, so we've started. Alrighty. Okay, we're back. How are we going, fellas? Good. Pretty good. Had to wait a bit, you know. You had to wait a bit? Yeah. Just been sitting here waiting now. So Max drove to my house instead of where Jackson's house, where we've always recorded. Well, always is just not true. Oh, we did record one at my place, but that one never went to air. So doesn't really count. Sure. Because of you too, actually. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, we are going to get straight into this because it's now 7.03. We meant to start an hour ago. Um, and we are on a deadline because I would like to watch Kenobi tonight. Um, Tim's already, what? Why are you shaking your head? Nothing. You would. You both of you would like to watch it. Well, I mean, I would like to watch, but I'm not in any rush. If I see it in two days' time, three days' time, if I watch it tonight, (laughs) I'm different. You want to watch it tonight. Tim Tim, Tim actually watched it and was quite upset that I hadn't watched it yet. So Some Vader. Some Vader-ish happens probably. Who knows? Don't say anything, Tim. Um, I didn't say anything. I'm just saying you really want to watch. I'm just saying you don't want to wait another day because... Yeah, I'm quite excited. And I just want to someone, see any spoilers. Someone, right? someone def- someone's definitely spoiling it somewhere. Yeah. Well, working at a school where like a lot of the kids are all Star Wars fans, they've all run up to me. Isaac, have you watched it? I haven't. And they would be in trouble if they told me and they know that. But anyway, so we're going to do uh, NBA finals start tomorrow. Uh, but before we get to the finals, we are going to talk about Max's sons. And then we are going to do, we'll talk a little bit about the, uh, conference finals, go into the NBA finals, our predictions and what we think is going to happen. And maybe we'll finish with a bit of state of origin. Cause I don't think we'll record again. And origin is next week. So are we all good with that? Cool. Yes. Sir. All right. Yeah. Max, let's talk about the Suns. What happened? You were very confident that we're going to win. I told you that the Warriors were going to win the West very early on. What happened? I don't know. They just sucked. <laughs> they was, it was just like, Luke, like Luke is so good, but then also just like the rest of the team was just like shooting the lights out. They'll like play, they like change their defense, like really playing like an aggressive defense, like pushing up on the Suns, and they just they just couldn't handle it. Like it was tragic. It was frustrating. Yeah, Chris Paul couldn't handle that physicality. Like they're just think. giving them no space and being really physical, and then they just like the Suns just couldn't even like really make their shots. Yeah, so. Something you and I watched that last game together. <laughs> yeah. It's something that I we didn't tell you. I'd actually already watched it. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you just sat there with me. And Tim was like, me and Tim were like, we were talking about how we're like, oh, I was like, Max doesn't know that I've watched it. And then Tim was like, go watch it with him. Like I was like, yeah, I'd like to experience it with him. And I um I actually thought it'd be funny to like get some audio. Did you record me? <laughs> <laughs> I, did, on. I did but to be honest like none of us you were actually just very quiet the whole time yeah, because it was like, just like it was actually so sad on? like it, i was hoping for like <laughs> what the f-? but it, there was actually none of that you were just really sad the whole game because it just like it just happened from the beginning and it was like oh this is just gonna happen for the rest of the game it, like at yeah, no fake, point fake like contenders huh fake contenders <laughs> Okay. They don't have it. They're, they're like the Atlanta Hawks team from like 2015, 2016. I, they definitely are missing something. Like they don't really have like, I feel like they just don't have like 
a motherfucker. Does that mean? Does I, thought, that make, I thought they had. I thought they had Jay Crowder, <laughs> big boy Jay Crowder. No, but as in like, like they don't elite, elite three and D. <laughs> but like Devin, Devin Booker just isn't. He wasn't. Like, he wasn't ready. He's not Jason Tatum. He's not. Yeah. He's not Luka Doncic. He's not. Step. I don't know. He's just like he. He just like is kind of one of those guys that I feel like can. Well, I mean, if, Bill, he, if Bill he Simmons had, if he had those teams, it would be different. Maybe, but I don't. I just don't know if he is those guys. I think he's a little bit. I think you can't he, say that he doesn't have a team. Like he's still got Chris Paul. Yeah. He's still got Mikael Bridges. He's still got no. But if he had Aiton, yeah. But but it's not a it's not a stat like put up stats team. They don't play with like a put up stats type offense. They just play with they play within like their system. No, I understand. Like do, and they just like do like what the defense gives them and like. You know, if if a defense like breaks the system, then it kind of just goes to shit. No, I understand that. I'm not coming this from a stats perspective, but I, I just when I watch Devin Booker play, I I just don't think he's quite on the same level as yeah. a Jason Tatum. Uh, I agree. A Luca, a Steph, like the, the looking at the guys that have finished, Jim, a Jimmy Butler, like, like looking at the guys that are left. In it doesn't feel final. like you just give him the ball <clears throat> and he's just gonna. He's going to do it. Yeah. Whereas like Luca can do whatever he wants. Like, you know, Tatum's going to score or like get a good shot off. I mean, they were doubling. Like has that single, factor. They doubled him almost every single time he it, touched the ball. It didn't help that Chris Paul couldn't do anything. Yeah. And well, we, like, we don't know if it's like an injury thing because it was kind of like get, sneaking up to the end of the round. It was like, oh, Chris Paul's carrying an injury the whole time, which always kind of feels like that news comes out, but like Chris Paul wasn't giving anything. And obviously that's going to, if he can produce, if he can get into the paint, if he can do what he does in the mid range, that's going to kind of, I guess, open things up for Devin Booker a little bit, but he wasn't really creating anything. But just, I think you can't, you can't double Jason Tatum. You can't double Steph. You can't double Luca because everyone on the team can shoot. Can't double Jason Tatum anymore because he actually makes really good decisions out of that double team. Yeah, yeah but they can He's play so much five out. They can play five out and knock down threes. Like all, like everyone can knock down threes. Grant Williams hit like seven threes in Game <laughs> Seven. Yeah, but um, <laughs> like great like DeAndre Ayton isn't hitting oh, shit. The Suns aren't the best three point shooting just, team. Just coming back to like our podcast at the end of last year where Tim and I both said the sun's window is closed <laughs> and you, you were pretty against that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I don't think the way they nest, they played in that series is like, or even in the playoffs is representative of like what they could play. Like, like Chris Paul wasn't himself. Like, I don't know if it's just an age thing, yeah, but he's like, you, you can you say that he's that. not himself, but maybe I think it's actually, I don't like he played like shit. No, but I really like Chris Paul. Like that's one of my guys that I've liked throughout my NBA fandom. But I think it's, you can't, I don't think you can really say Chris Paul wasn't Chris Paul because this is kind of at his age. Well, that's what I mean. Like in the postseason, this has kind of been what Chris Paul has been in the postseason. But he even like, I don't know. It just felt like he couldn't like move properly. Like, but that's what it's been like the last like two years. Right. I feel like last last playoffs it wasn't it wasn't quite like that. It wasn't as bad. Like he was kind of useless at a lot of points. Yeah. Um, I guess 
moving forward do, for the do, start. Do you agree that it's closed now? Oh, I mean, it's way, the door's way more closed than it was last year. If, if the door was, like, if it wasn't closed, I think without a trade, like without, I think trading Aiden could, you know, creak that door a little bit open again, <laughs> but we'll have to wait and see what happens. Well, that was, that was going to be my next question. So if you had a, deci- if you had a hand in decision-making at the Suns, what, what's, what's going on here? Well, I haven't thought about any like possible trades or anything like that. The only one I've seen is like the Damian Lillard one, like the packaging Chris Paul and Aiden together for Lillard and, and Nurkic. But I mean, like, like if the reports are true about like the way Aiden's personality is and like Monty Williams asking, do you want to go back in? And him saying like, no, like you just don't want a player like that, especially who wants a max contract. Like, in your team, like in your locker room. So I don't like, I like, I, I definitely, I wasn't like keen on like him being like a max contract player before that, but with all the reports that come out about his personality and his mentality, um, yeah, definitely not like too keen on, on having him if that's the case. Yeah. I'm just like, gonna- I'm, I'm big into like, per like, like a locker room guy. And like, I think per like, Isaac and I agree. Don't know about you, Tim, but personalities and like team dynamics are so important. <laughs> like, it's not just like, oh, player A and player B are like, can score a lot and play like a lot of good defense. And like, you have to take into account like what they're actually like and how they actually affect your team. And it just seems like Aiden's like not really going to be that beneficial. Where did I send you that trade, the, the Lillard trade? Sorry. Um, I think it was on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Here it is. I was trying to find it's it. It's interesting. Like, I actually, yeah, because. So it was Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton for, oh, it was just straight up for Lillard. Yeah, it was the money works out. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely like very interesting. Why would, why would they have tanked all that, that whole season kept Dame that entire time just to trade him for CP? Yeah. No, and you get Ayton. Well, you get Ayton. That's a thing you want. I actually think that's because I was trying to think of, Aiton trades and I there wasn't many that I CP CP and Aiton for Ross. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. I have to say. I can't say <laughs> how many times in the last like since the Lakers have been eliminated, so like six months ago. Um <laughs> how many times Tim just oh, this player for Ross? Like no you, one wants you're gonna Ross. have Russ. Yeah. That's the thing. You're, you're just gonna have. They'll, they'll trade Russ. They'll find a way to trade Russ. But just going back to that, because I couldn't find <laughs> an eight and trade uh, that I actually thought both teams would agree on until I saw this Portland trade, and I actually think both teams win in this situation. Yeah, I was thinking about it as well, and I feel like it's definitely like a possibility, and like. You, you can see how like both teams benefit from the trade. The only thing... Still, they, they still won't win though. That's not a championship team. I don't know. It depends on what Lillard's like. Yeah. Because the, the defense gets worse. The defense does get a lot worse. Probably a little bit more firepower though. A lot more firepower. Yeah. Yeah, but like Nurkic isn't... Depending on Lillard. Like they, they still can't play five out. No. But the five out doesn't seem as important at the moment, I don't think. What do you mean? Well, that's how, they got, that's how they got killed. 
Well, yeah, Dallas obviously does five out. Out of the the teams that were remaining, like the, the five two, out. The two remaining teams in the NBA Finals play five out. Oh, I mean, the Warriors played a lot of loony. These yeah. playoffs. Yeah, but like because they have Steph, it's basically five out. <laughs> it is. Look, you can't. It does, it does, it does feel like a little... I feel like this year has felt... It's kind of important that you have a big, a ro- a big rotation as well as a, a small ball rotation. I agree. Yeah, but you, Boston are throwing. You, you have to defend. In there you a have lot. To be able, Boston yeah, are throwing Williams and Horford on the court sometimes together. Yeah, but that's because Miami can't shoot threes. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you, and, you, and, the, and Milwaukee couldn't. You don't shoot think we'll see that lineup against the Warriors? Probably not. No, you, you you could because Draymond can't shoot. That's and respectful right now, guys. And Williams and Williams is like and Williams is athletic enough to it's a big he's athletic enough to switch on anyone. DeAndre Ayton can't do that. Neither can Nurkic. So Max, before we finish off the Suns thing. The window's not closed or it is closed? Um, Well, I mean, without trading, I think it's closed. With a trade, I think the door could be left ajar. Um, But I like my, like, also like a main thing that I thought about during the series, like going, like, so when Luca and Doncic were drafted, I was like pretty mad they didn't draft Luca, especially because you could see how talented he was. And like the Suns head coach at the time was Luca's old coach. And they obviously went with the thing they loved to do with the NBA, which is just take the big guy that's from America or has been playing in America. And then, like, going to the series, I was like, am I, like, is it fine that they drafted, like, John Drake? Because, like, they made it to the finals last year. Like, the whole point of, like, drafting a player is, like, make, like win. And, like, they made it to the finals. Like, can they, they had the best record this season. Can they do it again? Can they make it to the finals? And I think after game one, I was like, yeah. Um, I'm very sad they didn't draft Luca. Like, it's not even like close how That's good and how talented he is. Like, how he can just make your team win. Would you rather have Trey no, or Aiden? Not only did you not draft Luca, I'd, I'd rather have Trey Young than Aiden. Sorry, I said not only did you not draft Luca, you didn't draft Trey. Yeah, I would rather Luca out of all of them, but obviously, yeah. I mean, but Luca was like, that is he going to go number one? Is Phoenix going to take him? Like the head, like he knows the coach, and then they're just like, no. Nah. Take Aiden, take like the safer pick over the like the kid that has all the accolades and like proven in like a man's league that yeah. he can be the best player. Just going back to that, uh, Lillard, because I'm just looking at the Lillard trade. The one thing that's not great, it's kind of a risky trade for the Suns. It's not really, I don't think it's very, really a risky trade for the for Portland because it'll be a, like a little bit like an OKC situation with Chris Ball where he just like plays with a bunch of young guys and helps them and then you've, you've got this influx of young players coming through and you get Aiton who's really young but for the Suns they get a Lillard who looks to be slowing down after this season obviously could have a bounce back so you don't want to ride someone off straight away and you got Nurkic who also isn't young and you're kind of just getting rid of a young player for and there's no sorts of young assets coming through like no draft picks nothing that's the only thing it's just like I feel like if you're going to make that trade, you've got to be like, we're one of the best three teams, which they probably aren't with that trade. Mm. Anyway. True. 
Let's move on to the conference finals. Um, do, do we want to do the Warriors Dallas first or the Miami Boston? Wait, can I can I can I just ask when you made your Warriors make the finals prediction? Yeah. Uh, did you also predict you also that predict all these injuries happen? Did you also predict that uh, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. and Ja Moran and Tim Hardaway Jr. Mm-hmm. would be injured? Can I actually ask you something, uh, Max? <laughs> Is Tim? Did you, did, did you? No, sorry. I just want to ask Max a question. Um, is Tim the sort of person that when a player is out injured, for example, like when, when the Broncos were missing Katoni Staggs for a really long time, or if you were to talk about the Warriors, like Clay Thompson being out during those times where he was out, or can I think of another example? Cause he does it all the time, but like, it's, it's like, Oh, like these players were out. But if they're out for a significant amount of time, Tim goes, oh, you can't count them. Yeah. Right. So well, Jamal out for the- has been out for the entire season. Michael Porter Jr. has been out for like the entire season. I guess they just don't count him. That's something that Tim brings up a lot, right? Yeah. If they've been out for a while, he'll say, well, no, they don't count because they haven't played. No, no. But that's, yeah, yeah, they don't count as like a Denver fan can't be like, oh, you know, these like these guys were injured or they got injured. Um, my well, point was goes both ways. Then no, my point was that the Warriors, like, if Steph doesn't hurt his foot, they probably finish second, and then they play the Timberwolves, not the Nuggets, where Steph could they they could bring Steph off the bench and just coast. Like the Nuggets weren't a playoff team; they were the worst team in the playoffs by far. But like. I mean, the, the, Warriors, played- the, Warriors, the Warriors still beat a Dallas team that got through past the Suns. Like, I, understand, I, understand, I mean, they matched yeah, up. But, with, but it's, just, it's just how it, it how it, they, they matched. No, they matched up well with them, but like Dallas didn't play. Dallas played worse than they did against. Reggie Bullock missed what? 10 open threes in a game. Yeah, that pissed. he went zero for ten. He went zero for 10. The lights get bigger in the, com- oh, the lights God. get bigger in the conference final. Oh, shut <laughs> up. They get brighter. <laughs> yeah. So what they, I they, play, they, play, they, they play the one team in the West that um that was a bad matchup for them. And then Jar gets Jar hurts his knee and goes out. This is the thing with I mean, we can do the same thing with Boston. They came up, yeah, yeah. They came up against a Brooklyn team that just didn't even they just weren't even a team. It was yeah, that's well, well that's well that that's they true. Came up that's against why the this Bucks was without Middleton. But the thing is, is like I feel like every single run you go back on like the reality is, is that's yeah. just, I, I'm actually that's not, just, that's not the case at all. When, what, what playoffs in recent memory have you seen every single outside the teams that are in the finals right now, every single was, team had one of their two best players injured. Yeah, so, but like that, 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 that doesn't happen. That it's, hasn't happened. It's no one else's fault. Like I just, I just, it's. I, I don't, I'm not saying it's no one else's fault, but I just find it like a, <laughs> I just find it like a boring conversation. It's just like okay, yeah, like they were hurt. The Warriors also were missing Clay Thompson for two years. They Steph was in jet and basically out for a season. Like people yeah, get that's why they didn't. Well, that's what it was what like. Oh, that's, that's why they didn't win. Those teams were lucky that. Yeah, the Raptors. The Raptors were lucky that Clay and yeah, but like KD tore ACL and Achilles in the same finals. Yeah, they like, were but people lucky. It's just like a part of sports, right? <laughs> yeah, people get hurt. Like it just gets like I see it. Like, Everyone yeah. knows the Raptors weren't winning that. Like, but yeah. it is people, what it is. People, like, 
people get hurt, but there's like a level where you're like, holy shit, their best player and their third best player tore an Achilles and an ACL in the same finals. Oh yeah, like it was, yeah, like like that's difference crazy making the yeah. finals this season. But it, that's like crazy, a, I guess a part of getting through. I mean, Bill Simmons talks about it all the time, like how he wants to cut back the season. Like he wants to, which obviously it's probably never going to happen because of a money thing. Like you play 82 games, you have to win what four best of seven series. The likelihood of people being injured is, but like, like it's just going to happen. Yeah, I, just, I think this is just a particularly interesting playoffs where I don't think either of the finals team would be in the finals if they played healthy versions of the teams that they played. Like Boston would have lost if Middleton was healthy. I feel like everyone kind of agrees in that. And if the Nuggets and Memphis were healthy, like... I think the Warriors get through both those teams. They almost lost to the Grizzlies without Jar. Yeah, but the Grizzlies are also like good without jar that's the other thing come on man they, <laughs> anyway, I, I just think the, i just i don't think they lose to the grizzlies with jar whether jar was there or not yeah we'll never know we won't and they're in the finals now so i, I like i don't think it really matters but um uh let's do just a little footnote just a little just a little let's, footnote let's do Warriors. Also, Houston beat Warriors if Chris Paul doesn't get injured in that so you can't, conference but you can't. I mean, if I just throw yeah, out, yeah, he does. Just, he he does. Like you can't. If we're just throwing hype, you can't just go. Oh yeah, I if there's. Well, one, we know, we no, know the Rockets go to the finals. No, but if the, we don't, because if there's one, <laughs> team, if there is one team that's like, you know what? No. If we no. <laughs> have to, that's, I know that's everyone agrees on that. If Chris Paul doesn't do his no, thing, they go to the first finals. Of all, not everyone agrees on that because I've heard that playoff series come up all the time. And a lot of people will say, I'm not really going to put my money against that Warriors team losing. Like if any, like yeah. they can turn a series around. Yeah, but they anyways have to miss 27 straight threes for them to turn the series around. I, I feel like talking hypotheticals is like, I just like don't care. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to, let's do Dallas Warriors. Uh, Cause I'd rather talk about Miami, Boston. Um, Dallas Warriors. I feel like. Why are you shaking your head? Just Dallas, just shoot like gods against the Suns, and then like they just play against the Warriors. Like they, they, they come back to earth. <laughs> you, come back to earth. When you when you when I guess when you're looking across and you're just like, oh, shut up. Well, shut up. No, no. When there's a cone this in front is- of you, when there's a cone <laughs> in front of you, and, and then there's just. A fake tough guy in Crowder, and there's an eight <laughs> having assault because he doesn't get the ball enough. <laughs> when and then you come up against a Warriors team that's actually a team, and they're not all just bitching and and there's no cones. Maybe it's tougher. Maybe legs get heavier in that each series gets harder. Just to shut up! Shut up! Um, this is this is why I bring up this is why I bring up the Warriors matchups because this you talk like this. Like so, I didn't do I didn't do a podcast with you guys before the conference finals because we couldn't arrange it. I did actually do an episode. I didn't really advertise it, but in that I talked about the blueprints for the diff, like the, each team. Like, what does it look like if this team was going to win? And in that, 
I said, I talked about the Miami Boston series because I really didn't have any idea who was going to win that. I was pretty confident the Warriors were going to beat Dallas. I just think they had more than them. And I think they're a more experienced team. I think the blueprint for them was they're just a team that's been together for a really long time. And it's kind of a little bit reminiscent of that Spurs team that came back and, and beat Miami after losing them. Like the, the, the older Tim Duncan, Ginobili, Parker years. That's just kind of, that's what the feeling I get with this Warriors team right now is they're going to extend, extend themselves probably f- maybe further than what they're physically, I guess, like athletically young, like not being young, not being coming, kind of coming out of that prime. They've got that chemistry that's going to push them over the edge. That's what I thought was going to happen. I guess that is what happened. Like, and like, and the blueprint for Dallas was obviously they had to hit threes and Luca was always just going to be a problem. And like Luca was a problem in that series. I feel like the talking points out of that series out of both series, I think is like, where is Luca? And then we can also talk about Jason Tatum. Like where are these guys now in terms of the hierarchy of the NBA? Cause Luca's up there. Luca is something. Luca's this chubby Slovenian dude that like, if he, he's so like, imagine if he was in shape. He's like, just the biggest fucking player on the court though. Like, yeah, he's big, but imagine if he just like drew, shed some kilos, like, and got some, like, he's already got like a decently quick first step. He will, but like, he'll shed, he'll shed some if weight. He, if he, if he was a little bit quicker, he really would have like, they'd probably win. Because that's like the one thing that they don't have is like why Jaw was such a problem. You would just, you just got to the ring, like whenever you wanted. But like Luca, and Luca plays like really slow, but he so still he gets gets to the ring. Yeah, but like, like what he sac- yeah, but it makes everything tough. What he sacrifices in speed, he makes up with strength, with like size. strength and size yeah. and weight. And like, if he drop weight, he's not going to like manipulate the defense the way he does in the paint quite the same I don't think but he's still a big body I'm not talking like a yeah. lot of dropping a lot away but he's still like he's just like thick yeah I feel like he's now at the point because how old is he now like 23 24 he's 24 yeah so he's kind of like I feel like that's the point where it's like oh like I, I shouldn't be eating like three pizzas a week and like smoking this is where, shisha yeah like this is like <laughs> I shouldn't like the, the photo of him having a beer with Bobin I don't even know when that came out but like I don't know, maybe that's around the age where you're kind of like, oh, I should probably look into a dietitian. I should probably start taking care of my body a little bit better. Well, he's not the reason they lost though. Like, no, because he was phenomenal. It's they, just, they couldn't hit they couldn't hit threes and they couldn't grab a rebound. They didn't make shots. And Ryan Rosillo did yeah, a really good podcast on teams that progress and end up being successful with a high volume like a player that has the ball in their hands a lot and it's like super super low basically mm-hmm. the only team that's made it really to the finals is um is the Allen Iverson led sixes that has like uh, a player handling the ball I, I can't remember the number but a certain percentage and the LeBron James led teams were like surprisingly his the ball wasn't in his hands as much as like some of these like Dallas with Luca. James Harden's teams. Um, that doesn't surprise me, though. Like, think about how yeah. much Luke and James Harden have the ball. Yeah. Like, LeBron has it a lot, but he still moves it, a, like, a lot as well. I think it gets to the point where it does get 
predictable. And yeah. but the one thing with this Dallas team is yes, Luca has the ball in his hands a lot. It's still way less than what it used to be. That Porzingis trade was really big, bringing yeah. in another ball handler. Yeah. The growth of um Jalen Brunson. Well, he just gives it to Brunson and takes yeah. some plays off. And you just like when Brunson has it, you just like, oh, he's gonna score. He's gonna get into the paint. He's gonna make something happen. It kind of feels like this isn't just a I don't know if I don't know if Dallas is the second best team in the West. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it yet. But I wouldn't I also just wouldn't be surprised if they actually are and we're just not used to it yet. Kind of like when the Boston they're definitely not the second best team in the West. Yeah. Nugget a healthy nugget. You've got a healthy nugget than a Dallas team. Yeah. (laughs) That just that Nuggets team is like they're relying on Michael Porter Jr. being healthy. Oh, even 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 if they just have Jamal Jamal Murray, Murray, I think. Yeah. If they have Jamal Murray, I would probably put my money on the Nuggets. Um, let's move on to the Celtics uh Miami series. This is one I enjoyed until the end. Until about the last 20 seconds. The shot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about the shot. Fuck. You know what? I just don't. I'm sitting there. I've avoided the scores all day and I'm sitting there and I'm watching. And I know Tim's already watched the game. And I am just watching this comeback by the Heat. And like Struess is knocked down at three. Oladipo is knocked down. Th- I'm just like, oh my God, like they're coming. And Jimmy Butler's played every single minute of the game, which we'll, maybe we'll talk about that in a second, but they get this stop and he's bringing the ball up the court and I'm looking at the court behind him and there's just no one home and it's just Al Horford in front of him. And Al Horford, you can see the way that Al Horford's positioned himself, that he's, he's obviously not stepping up to the three-point line because he's not fully worried about the three, but you have to respect it. But he's also not all the way back because... Like he's just, he's just coasting in the middle. Cause he's like, fuck me. I have to stay in front of Jimmy Butler right now. How do I stop this guy? Why am I matched up with him? And then Jimmy Butler coming down the right side, like where he's just very good on the 45 and he just pulls up for the game for three. When I was seeing it happen, it like, it like went slow motion for me. I'm like, holy shit. There's no one home. Jimmy Butler's going to go to the rim right now. He's going to tie the game. Maybe he gets an and one. Um, though I don't. Tim Tim disagrees. I don't think the referees were ever going to blow their whistle. Like whatever contact was down there, I feel like it was going to be like with 20 seconds to go in a game seven. The referees, unless he they're scared to blow the whistle. Unless someone just like just annihilates him, I don't think he's going to get the call but it's Al Horford in front of him with no one home. I was so sure he was going to the basket and then he just pulled up and my whole entire body just went, just sunk. Cause I was like, I don't understand what is happening. And then I think I yelled some profanities and then it went short, obviously, cause he's played 48 minutes and the game was over. It's maybe, I understand that there was the interview and he was like, my, my teammates like the shot. I back myself to make that shot. It was such a shit shot. Like it's just not your good, teammates aren't going to be like, nah, shit shot. It's not a good shot. And like, I can't, I can understand that, you know, 
48 minutes. You've played 48 minutes of a game seven. He basically played, he played the whole second half of the other of the game before they haven't had many breaks in between games. It's just straight, like one day rest into it, one day rest into it, which is pretty brutal. When you're tired, you start to make poor decisions. Yeah. And it obviously didn't help the heat that Tyler Harrod tried to play in the first half and obviously couldn't. So that he didn't come back. Kyle Lowry is fairly cooked. And like, obviously the, you know, you don't want to play your best player 48 minutes, mm. but I guess they felt like they had to. And he took a bad shot at the end of the game. And I really, I don't like, I'm just going to be like, I feel like it's one of those things where, you know, you're gassed and you make a poor decision. It was a bad decision. <laughs> it was such a bad decision. It was even it was even like a just a bad, like he was off balance. He was like moving forward, leaning forward. I, yeah, that's a pull up. I think a lot of them do pull that up on three, a pull up yeah. three. I think yeah, you, just, you could see you could see he pushed it. Like he he was like leaning forward and like I feel like that's the way he suits though, like a pull up. Did you ever think the the ball was going in? No. No, neither did I. Zero yeah, chance. I have, full, well, I have full faith in Jimmy, but like you take when he pulled up one when you're down by two. When he when he pulled up, I was like, "That's that's it. It's done." And it was it's such done. a bad. Sh- this is like me and Tim have talked about this over the phone because we were both going crazy after the game. I, if there's one player that is just always patient at, at just getting to his spots and taking the shots that he's comfortable with and making good decisions. Like Jimmy Butler feels like he's one of those guys. Is that fair? I feel like. Yeah. He's like, he's just very good. Just like he gets to his spots. He's never in a rush. He doesn't, he doesn't do anything like out of turn. There's like, was it, was it 17 seconds left? 20 seconds left? It was 20 seconds, I think. 20. Yeah. For him to come down, like, because the thing is, is like, You've got 20 seconds left. That's one possession. Yeah. So you if have, you miss. He had no rebounders. If, if there's no rebounders. There was no one under the hoop. It was just Al Holford between him and the hoop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just, I don't understand why like you don't attack. Like, because attacking doesn't even mean you go up for a finish. It's just, you just attack. And then maybe there's a kick out. Maybe there's something. But like none of your teammates are there. Like, and you're yeah. just pulling up for this three. You're not, you're not getting a rebound if you miss it. If, like, if you're you, putting the whole, you whole have, game on that. You game. have to make it. Like, it's different if you it's he could have taken a three any time. Like if he goes, if he just dribbles, like if he drives it, maybe, oh, maybe Al Horford like lays off and he can take like a pull up free throw line or maybe he gets all the way to the rack. Maybe he gets yeah. a foul. Maybe he gets a three point play or maybe he just like runs it all the way back out, but they would have given him the three any time. Like they would have laid off him. So he could have just taken that three whenever he wanted. Like yeah. there's just so many better options. It was, it was, yeah, it was just like a, I feel like it was just a spur of the moment decision. Yeah, it was just a bit of a, and like you see it in sports. It's just like for him, like I mean, obviously he's not going to say it. His teammates, like behind closed doors, it's probably there's probably a different conversation. But like, it's definitely not a good shot, and it's kind of crazy that, like, the Miami Heat almost beat. This Boston, like this Boston Celtics team, went came back and like won the last two games against Milwaukee, and then it looked like they were almost going to lose to this Heat team. That you know they get really 
slim when they're missing Tyler Harrow. Cause you're kind of like, Oh, like they actually just don't have any offense at all. It basically looked like if Jimmy Butler wasn't scoring 40 points, like they had zero chance of winning a game. A lot of Oladipo minutes, a lot of, a lot of, you know, a Kyle Larry that I just don't really even know what quite what he is anymore in terms of like an NBA player. That you I can thought, I thought Bam would would be better by now. In terms like I thought he'd be able to just shoot his mid-range jumpers better by now. He's, he's so passive. Yeah. Like he did the one game, the one game when he went out strong. It's like he dominated and they won. And they that dominated. was when Jimmy didn't play, right? Yeah. But like oh, every other game. Second half. Yeah. But every other game, like they just they're giving him so much space. Like he has an f- open elbow jumper every single game. And he just like doesn't take it. And he's the only other guy that can like get that. He's the only other guy on the team that can get his own shot, kind of. He does like kind of feel like one of those guys. I'm trying to think of an example, but there's like people that come through that have all the oh, actually, I think Jason Tatum's not a bad example. Someone that has like all the ability, but it's just kind of like piecing it all together, like when you do things and how do you go about certain parts of the game and times of the game. But Bam's just like he barely took a shot in the first two games. He takes, he takes, and he takes shots where you're just watching it, and you, and as soon as he takes a shot, you can just see that's not that's not the shot you should take. Yeah, like that's not taking a like a push, like a little six foot push shot floater over Al Horford is not the shot you should take. You, it's not going to go in. Just yeah. take, you know, take your, take your open mid range, like set shot. I don't know. Their offense was bad. Just it's, bad. Is their offense bad or do they just have no offensive talent? I feel like Eric Spolster, I feel like Eric Spolster basically sucked everything he could to make that oh, team. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I but that's what I mean. They the offenses they don't have they don't have like someone who can outside of Jimmy, they don't have someone who can create off the dribble. And well, shoot. Tyler, Tyler Harris kind of can, Harry. but like got- yeah, they have they have Tyler Harris, but he was injured, and yeah. also he can't play defense. Yeah, they don't really have many people that are creating shots. They don't have a like a they don't have a guy that's outside of Jimmy, and he can't shoot threes, which is nuts. That's issue. Your best player in your team can't shoot a three. Um, But outside of him, they don't have someone where it's just get me like go get me a basket, go get me a shot, get me a good look. Every team that wins a championship has at least two of those people. Yeah. The, how long, I don't know how long Oladipo is under contract, but obviously like him coming back from the injuries he's had, I can imagine him being a little bit better next season, but I don't really. They can, like, they'll always be there. Like they're they can be come back. Yeah. They, but can, I mean, they can still scrap together and they're, they're one, they're Jimmy Butler three point shot away from going to the finals. <laughs> yeah. Like with, with an injured Kyle Lowry, with no Tyler Hero, you know, like, and it with, feels with like a, 
with an injured Jimmy Butler really as well. It kind of feels like that they'll probably get another piece as well. Yeah, they all they need is just like a three and D, like another three and D guy. Because like people want to play in Miami, <laughs> <laughs> in, in in South Beach. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, and then I guess obviously the Boston Celtics. Ah, oh, it's it's such a weird win because they almost fucked it up, but they're like kind of there. Hmm. They. Um, they match up better against the Warriors than they oh, do against the Heat. Absolutely. I, I said that to, who did I say that to? I said to someone that I feel like if the Heat get through, the Warriors are the favorites. But if Boston get through, Boston are the favorites, which by the way, they're not the favorites on sports, but they are heavy, heavy. Yeah, that's weird. Like they're I like, just, I, found, I found it so crazy how bad everyone in Boston was at dribbling the ball. They can't dribble. No one can dribble. And, and but but like Milwaukee couldn't do anything about it, whereas Miami could. Like Miami could could crash yeah. the paint and like get their hands in. But I don't think like the Warriors can kind of, but I don't they don't have the same sort of like physical defensive players on the perimeter. No, Gary Payton can do it. Back. Yeah, but he can get a step. If you're still going to have Steph Clay and Jordan Poole on the court at the yeah. same time. Yeah. And that's not, that's not. It's funny because Steph's probably the best defender out of those three now. Like Clay, yeah. Clay can't really move and Jordan Poole isn't a great defender. Um, I think you'll see, Wait. I mean, Jordan, Jordan Poole is slowly losing his, <laughs> how big, like how big a, minutes he gets in the rotation like in the last series it was starting to be a little bit less and less he's gonna he's gonna be hunted he's gonna be hunted so hard i think there's gonna be if gary payton's like actually fine for the finals i think he plays a lot just because of how poorly Uh, boston celtics dribble he's able to make a three a half just to be keep people honest yeah but i don't know they're gonna be like they're just gonna be like to take your three if he if they play him and Draymond, or if they play him and Looney, Boston's gonna be like, take it. <laughs> like take it. They switch everything already as it is. So they're gonna switch everything. And then if they have to give something up, they're gonna be like, take your three, Gary Payton. Yeah, this there's a there was some stats that I've seen and uh the Celtics over the last I can't remember how many years it is, maybe like three or four seasons are the only team with a winning record against the Warriors. And a good winning record. That mm-hmm. was, yeah. They are... They're just so big. They're so yeah, big they're, and athletic. They are the, the... I mean, the only other team that might be more... Oh, maybe maybe the other perfect team for the Warriors, but obviously I think the Warriors would really struggle against a healthy Milwaukee, Milwaukee side yeah. just because of Giannis and they only have Looney and Draymond. That would be um, a massacre. <laughs> it would be a It'll tough be time. Blood. It would be bloodshed. It would be, yeah, that, that, that could have gotten ugly for them. But this Boston team is just like kind of, they are kind of made perfectly. And the fact that they, yeah, they've got these really good perimeter defenders that can switch on everything. They also have just like some elite rim protection as well. That I feel like they are Memphis on steroids. 
Yeah, way bigger than Memphis. Like taller. So when Mem- yeah, so when Memphis had Ja and you know Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, were just able to get to the like Ja was just able to get to the ring whenever he wanted, no matter who was on him. Whereas Boston have Jalen and Tatum, who can kind of do that. They can't do it the same way Ja can, but I do think Tatum's yeah. better than Ja. They mm. can do it. They can do it because they're six eight, though. Like they're not going to just beat you off the dribble and get an open layup like Ja, but they can beat you off the dribble enough to get their shoulder into you to get an open layup because they're six eight, and you're guarding them with maybe it's Steph, maybe it's Clay, maybe it's Jordan Poole. Yeah. I find the difference is like Jar's almost so fast that he almost doesn't even collapse the defense sometimes. Like he kind of like beats that first man, then he's already at the rim. Whereas someone like Tatum, like he can, he's obviously going to have moments where he's got a Jordan Poole, got Steph, Clay, these guys on him that he can beat. And then he's like that three level scorer. Plus, I actually think he might be a better passer than Jar Moran is. And so he, I feel well, but, like he's going to pick, I think he's going to pick the Warriors apart pretty well. Yeah. Well, well, why I feel like why Dallas struggled outside of them, just not making threes is that Luca can't just beat you. He can't just beat you off the dribble. Um, and they didn't have anyone else who could. And the Warriors are really good at playing schematic defense. So they just, Oh, we're going to have four people here and we're going to rotate. I'm just going to, like junk it up. Whereas with Jar, they couldn't really do that. And really with like the whole Grizzlies team, the Grizzlies were more athletic than them. They couldn't really do that. And I don't think they're going to be able to do that against Boston either because Boston Boston can just get by people. Which, yeah. I th- and, and there will be a lot of mismatches because they have to play Jordan Bull. They have to play Steph. They have to play, you know, Clay, like Clay. I don't think Clay can hang with Tatum or Jalen Brown anymore. I think, I think Clay. I think Clay is going to have to guard Jalen Brown. Yeah, because Jalen Brown can't dribble the ball at all. And then Wiggins, Wiggins has, yeah. Wiggins has to be on. And I'm going. Wiggins has done a pretty good job defensively these playoffs. Like Wiggins, Wiggins it's going to be a Wiggins job on. It's going to be kind of like um, the. Did he have he? Has he yeah, I really, I, think, been, I really think he he's has definitely been improved. I think he's. I mean, you're obviously not going to stop. Like he's guarding the best. Luca, Luca put up numbers. I, think, on it. I still think he made it tough on Luca. What? Yeah, but what do you? I mean, so what would a bad? What would a bad Andrew Le, job I mean, like Luca averaging fifty. Iggy Iggy made LeBron's life harder, but LeBron yeah. still averaged like. Just when you watch the games, I feel like Wiggins. You put him in there. And he actually like does a job containing him and makes Luca work for every boss. He played, he played the best perimeter defense of anyone on the team. Yeah, well, and I just on, think on his team, but he's, it's he's not gonna, like he. I think he didn't he's lock gonna, anyone down. No, he didn't lock him down, no, but I think he made it tough. I think he made it as tough as you can on a guy like Luca. And then I think, I think it's going to be the similar thing with Jason Tatum. It's going to be when Jason Tatum's on the court, Andrew Wiggins is on the court. Jason Tatum goes off. Andrew Wiggins goes off. Yeah, so I, th- I like, I. That's just how trouble. I think they're going to play him. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. It's definitely going to beat Wiggins, but I just saw in the Memphis series he had troubles with the more athletic 
Memphis team. Yeah, but they're they're all like these little quick guards. He's going up against the guards the same size. This is different. This is this is a different thing. Like yeah, but Tatum Tatum's a lot Tatum's a lot more explosive than Luka Doncic. Yeah, but he's he's still not he's still not trying to stay in front of Jar. That's like a different. Yeah, yeah, I know, but but it's just it was it was easier to try and stay in front of Luka because of the whole defensive scheme that they were playing. Like they always had like three people. Whereas he could kind of just say, well, you can't. I don't think he's going to have as easy of a time with the Celtics. Also, the Celtics are just going to switch. He's not going to be guarding Tatum. All the yeah. Time. Like they're going to run picks because they have three ball handlers who can get to the ring. And they no, I know. But I'm going to be on him. Like, I, I mean, I'm the one that's like, I've kind of said, I feel like my head is like, I feel like Boston is the team, is the in my head probably should be the favorites to win this, but I'm just saying like the blueprint for the Warriors is Wiggins is going to be on as like Tatum's going to see a lot of Wiggins. He's going to, if he can do another job, cause I feel like he did a decent job on Luka Doncic. The blueprint for them winning is he has to do a decent job on Jason Tatum. I think clay has to guard Jalen Brown. Steph will obviously be on Marcus smart. And then Draymond's kind of just in the middle floating. And then, I guess if they're trying to match size, I assume Looney's going to play a lot again. Yeah. I mean, I think Boston can make it really tough for them defensively if they play Looney and Draymond. They can really make it. They can really shrink the floor. Oh, as in Boston on defense can. Yeah. Yeah. Against if they're playing Looney and Draymond, like that's, and if and if Gary Payton's out there at the same time, it's just going to be a shit show. Yeah, the Boston Celtics are also a much better rebounding team than the Warriors uh, than the Dallas yeah. Mavericks, and that, I felt like the Warriors thing, right? won the series on the offensive. Like how many how many games did they just grab a rebound and then it's like, well, okay, well now you're just going to get an open three, and like that, yeah, that, no Dallas Dallas couldn't keep the Warriors off the boards, and you would you would think Boston would do a better job keeping them off the boards. Um, but oh, I am interested to see what if Clay can hang with Jalen Brown. Honestly, outside of like three games, these playoffs, Clay Thompson looks. I mean, he's been out for obviously a really long time, but he looks very underdone. Like he well, he just looks well, like just, I don't think he can do. Off. I don't think he can do what Victor Victor Oladipo was doing. Oh no! Absolutely no way. <laughs> Like when Victor in Game Six, when he stripped was it Game him. Six, where you stripped him like stripped four him. plays in a row, yeah, just straight up clean, stripped him like he was playing against a junior school kid or something. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Yeah, Clay. Clay obviously can't do that. I mean, that was never really Clay's. Like Clay's always been a good defender, but it's mm. more on like the within that. Yeah, it's just it's just it's not, not it, feel, it feels like his defense hasn't come back. No. Like his no. offense has. No, I mean, I even feel like he hasn't looked great on offense for long stretches throughout the playoffs. He like has moments where he looks good and moments where he looks pretty off. So it's like kind of a wild. It'll be, it'll be an interesting series. They can switch one through five and just beat them up. So it will be interesting. I mean, I wouldn't want to bet on the series. This is the oh, worst matchup. Hey, but you probably will. I haven't put any money on the series. This is the worst matchup I could possibly imagine. <laughs> yeah. 
for my own fandom. This is the worst. You lose no matter what. Oh, well, actually, no. Clippers. Clippers, Celtics would be the worst. But this is the second worst. (laughs) Isaac's favorite team versus the Celtics. Yeah. Could you imagine how much shit shit this guy's going to talk? Speaking of my favorite team, um, apparently in the next two years, Seattle. I don't Although I won't, your I won't mind. I won't mind if Warriors win, but Steph still doesn't win an MVP. <laughs> well, that I told Tim because I was amazing. like, I was like, Tim, there is actually one scenario that's good for you, and it's the Warriors winning and Steph not winning Finals MVP because then he's fine. But <laughs> if he doesn't, if he doesn't win it with this, oh, that would be so funny. That would be like Jordan Poole just comes out, averages thirty-five points. That would be ridiculous. Anyways, we are on a little bit of a time limit and I would actually like to do a little bit of State of Origin before we finish, but let's do... What are, what are we saying for the series? I was thinking about on the way here. I'm not even sure still. Like, it's, make, it's, make a tip. I know I have to, but... <laughs> Queensland. I think Boston... No, 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 no. For the no, no. Warriors... Oh. Games, yeah. yeah like, State of Origin. We're, no, no, we're finishing off the NBA finals. I think... Uh, I think go I'm finals MVP as well. Give, Boston, me, give me your finals MVP and okay. I'm gonna have Boston winning with Tatum finals MVP. How many games? I mean, just I think uh, I'm just gonna go seven because like I'm real like it's really tough for me to pick who. Like I feel like it's gonna be six or seven. I, I'm just gonna say seven, and I think if Boston win, Tatum definitely is the finals MVP. I guess Bray, uh, Brown could maybe get it, but. There's no fucking chance. I don't know. I can see a world. Yeah. Well, I mean, Steph didn't get finals MVP. Uh, he goes. It's crazy things. Maybe like, maybe Grant Williams wins. Al Jalen Jalen Brown could easily get it. But actually, Jaylen, I'm gonna. I'm if gonna. If Jalen Brown gets, if Jalen Brown gets hot. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I actually always forget which one's Rob Williams and which one's Grant Williams. <laughs> Grant Williams is. Just call him Time Lord. That's Grant Williams, right? No, Grant Williams is, is the, the annoying, one. annoying one. Yeah. Bob Williams is the tall. Maybe Grant Williams. Like right, 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 right. <laughs> the third. Grant Williams. Maybe Grant Williams wins finals MVP. <laughs> yeah. I'm Boston in seven with Tatum finals MVP. I think it was going to be a close series. Yep. Tim? Boston in six with Tatum finals MVP. I wonder who I was. I'm going to go Warriors. Oh, sorry. I'm, I've gotten all these right and you haven't. Um, I'm going to go Warriors. Wow. What do you mean you've gotten all these right? Yeah, but you didn't, Warriors again. You didn't, you didn't get it, you you didn't get it right because right. of... You didn't get it right because of the reasoning you provided. It was. I don't know. It's you got it right. Reasoning. Oh, like... Props you got to it right. right. I don't know. So, Suns were healthy and they couldn't fucking do it. And I told you the Warriors were better than the Suns. Uh, they weren't. Oh, they I head off to you. Called, said the Warriors may would make it to the finals or could do it. Like, and it, you told me no crazy. chance. I know it's crazy. I don't know how they. No, did we that. didn't think Jordan Poole was going to be the second coming yeah. to Steph Curry. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go Warriors in six. Steph Curry in finals MVP. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's not happening. That's no way. <laughs> on the on on Boston's home court. <laughs> fucking. Oh, that's not happening. Get out of here. Ugh. Bill Simmons there crying. I hope so. I hope Steph. <laughs> did you did you did you pick Steph for MVP in the KD series as well? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. We weren't doing a podcast back then. Probably did. 
Um, okay, let's do, let's, what's the time? 7.59. Let's do State of Origin for a little bit. You just want to know how I think we'll win or um, what I think of the squads? Let's just go. Snubs, squads, who will win? Just go game one. What are your thoughts? I have some thoughts. I think it's super, super even. I actually can't really pick. I think I might lean towards New South Wales, like 52 to 48 or 51 to 49, like it's in Sydney. Um, I think that this is the first time in quite a few years where it's not like, oh, the Blues are just going to hammer us. Um, like, because no Latrell, no Tommy. That's just, that just means, that just has just opened it wide open. Like, I think it's going to be super close. Also, we just have better players. Well, that's what I mean. They're not as good as they should be or could have been. And we've got Queensland teams that are in form with players that are in form and they're winning and they're playing well. I feel like it's going to be super close this series. Well, we're definitely game one. If they had, if they had Tommy and Latrell. Oh, they, oh, it's yeah, different. It, 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 they they beat us. <laughs> well, Tommy and Latrell were the two best players last series. So yeah, you had like what Tommy got player of the series, and like any other year, Latrell wins player of the series. Like, I think we could. I think Queensland could win this one. Definitely, yeah. Like, I think they could win game one, pretty easily. I think, uh, not easy, but like it's fifty yeah. fifty. So like they could, it, it could easily go to Queensland. I've, there's a few things that I find weird about this New South Wales team. Like there's a lot of talk about Fox not making it, which is. There's things that make less sense. <laughs> like, I think it's more crazy. They didn't pick Jake Chaboyevich. And cause so like, there's been a lot of, I've seen a few articles about like, well, this is why New South Wales isn't Queensland. Like that Queensland team that won like 11 out of 12 it was 11 out of 12. Yeah. Aiden yeah. Ryan, like we, how we just like, stick and 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 whatnot. Um, we didn't necessarily stick and pick that entire time, but there were just certain players that you knew were going to make it, and then yeah. the players outside of that get picked. There's a lot of talk about how like Josh Adekar is very much the heart of a New South Wales team, which might be true. But then not picking Jake Trevojevic, like one of you, a guy that can play like in the middle forwards and is like a legitimate, like you just know that guy really gives a shit. Oh, he doesn't miss a tackle. And um, like not picking him, I feel like is really dumb. Yeah. Like I can I can take the Addo card like snub because like you've got like Toho who's just like arguably yeah. the best swing. Like you know he's coming back from injury and then you got like Tupu who's like been there, done that. And is playing but well. But Fox is coming back from injury too. That's the other. Yeah, thing. but like Fox is playing for like the worst team in the NRL. Yeah, and like yeah, who, who, who are you putting Jake Dubovic in there for? Let me bring up. You take like well, you've got like players like RCG and like Ryan Madison. So, wait, wait, wait. I'll, I'll just read. Them. I'll read you the forward. So they have. I've A&R got a screenshot. Oh, okay. I got it here. Uh, I would put him in there over. I would pick him over either. Campbell, Gillard, or Crichton, or Martin. They have, I don't know. Martin's so good at the moment. They have, they have three. <laughs> they have three edge. No, what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I know. They've got three edge forwards. I know. But like, well, wait. I feel like Madison can play in the middle. Team. I'm wait, sorry. Did I hear? Gillard. Can you read the bench for me? No, Regan Campbell. Did, did I hear? Did I hear you just say that you'd pick him over the Grand Final MVP, Stephen Crichton? Well. 
This is the thing that I think Steven Kreiden at 14 is the weirdest pick out of all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me get it. So I actually <laughs> want to talk about that. Because where does, does he, does he get on the field if no one gets injured? Like you don't take an outside back off for him. No, but like, this, so this is what I assume. Like when I saw no, but the, they, they have Jack Wyden, they'll move Jack Wyden wherever they want. No, this, that's the thing. I feel like they're going to, are they going to like move Jack Wyden to the second row? No, they're going to, no, he's going to play that utility role. So I think what they're going to do is, is that play, like, is that they're, they're playing Jack Wyden at center? Yeah. But are he, they going to bring Stephen Crichton on? I feel like they're going to bring Stephen Crichton on with like, after 20 to 25 minutes, move him to left center and then they play him on Toto side. And then Jack Whiten's just going to be that extra halfback kind of like your, your modern day 13 for the rest of the game. But like for the rest of the game, when you have Isaiah Yo there, but that's, yeah, that's, that's the thing I don't understand. Like you you have Isaiah Yo who's, a, just as good a ball player as any half ever. Like, I feel like the thing you don't really need is, I mean, you, you got to put someone on your bench that can kind of fill a role, but you don't want it to be a center, a center winger. That's uh, like, yeah, I, I don't really understand. Like it would have made more sense to me just to pick Stephen Crichton at center and then just yeah. not have Jack. Why? Like, I, or you can, you can play Jack White in the 14, even still like, off the bench, but doesn't it doesn't really make a difference. Like if you bring one off the bench, or the happy off the bench. I well, I if I was Queensland, I would run so much traffic down Jack White. Well, he misses tackles in in Origin. We know that. But I would, yeah, I would. I would have bad idea, but not no, not not even from like a, oh he's going to miss tackles. But I would just run traffic down his edge as much as possible for the first twenty minutes of the game and make him make a bunch of tackles, gas him out, and then. Fuck it, yeah. Oh, so he's tied go, if he go, go to thirteen. Go, go ahead, New South Wales. Play him in the middle for the rest of the game. Like, yeah. I'll, actually, now thinking about it, I would definitely just yeah have Stephen Crane. Yeah, I don't understand why as, they didn't as the center. Stephen Crane's such so much better at center. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't make Freddie, any sense I feel like to it's Freddie showing loyalty to Jack Whiten. Like, I know he didn't keep Addo Carr, but apparently he just like loves. But you Jack can White show and, Jack White and loyalty by having yeah. him be the fourteen. Oh, I I agree. I just as well, don't. But I just don't really understand. It was the fourteen last season. Yeah, I just don't understand why what their play is with. I this. mean, like I don't either. Like unless he's scared of like an outside back injury, like when Teddy. Well, they're just gonna have so much speed. Ago. No, but that's they're the gonna nice. Have, like they're gonna have so much speed on there. Yeah, but I can understand. So like, oh, okay, we would rather have Jack Whiten as as the extra as that player instead of Nico Hines because Nico Hines is probably more of like a half fullback. Well, he doesn't not really fill the roles Jack Whiten can fill. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, sure, pick Jack Whiten. But like, why? I don't. I, get I just it. don't understand why he's at center. Freddie will have a reason for it. Like, I, th- I think it's yeah. I don't know. Queensland just run as much traffic as you can Queen, his way. Queensland's 14 is way more enticing because like I really like the fact that they're starting Ben Hunt at nine and then you have like Harry Grant like I know he's been sick or whatever even if he hadn't been sick and injured like you have a guy that's going to just like come in a dummy half and just run around tied forwards in the rock potentially. Yeah. No, I really- and like he, that's not what Ben Hunt's, ben Hunt's not going to do that as much coming off the bench versus like Harry Grant. But in when like a starting nine with Ben Hunt right now, you've got the Dalian leader who's like playing the best season ever and like always plays, plays well in Origin. Yeah, I like it. I was at first, I was pretty shocked that 
Hunt wasn't the 14 in Grant. Yeah. Because it's like, well, Grant plays number nine. Hunt's quite good at that 14 role. But Harry Grant's also good at the 14 role. Yeah. I do think the thing that Hunt brings is like a more elite kicking game. Oh, definitely. They're both pretty good defensively. But like, if it's true that like Harry Grant's been sick and a bit injured, like maybe it makes sense to have Hunt there as the 80 minute guy. Well, they were saying, I think Billy said it doesn't, even if he wasn't sick, he's just like Hunt's earned the jer- earned that jersey. Like Fair he's enough. the best player, like playing the best in the comp pretty much at the moment. Like he's super solid. Um, do the reserves, they like they actually get to play like now because of the extra like um, the HIA head, rules, right? HIA rule, yeah. Yeah. Potentially. So, Potentially, what's well, like? Isn't Queensland it? Could it's have, a- potentially, Queensland could have five debutants. Yeah, but doesn't yeah. the head high have to be like, 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 like a clothesline or something crazy like that? Like, I don't think so. I think, I think, I think it's just if you get a HIA, you don't get um, like you don't get charged your sub. Like if you, have you don't to make get to just bring the 18th. No, you don't get to bring the 18th just for one HIA. I'm pretty sure it's, if it's like a like a, like a mischievous head high or something like that that allows the 18th man to come in. Now that's probably that's what oh, I. No, 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 I think I think it's. I th- I thought it was like if you get. If I thought it was gets, a certain number of HIAs. That, no, that's in the normal club. Normal club is if you get three HIAs, then the 18th man can come in. But I'm pretty sure so that's not Origin. No, I'm pretty sure for Origin, it's it's a different rule now. Right. And I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what I heard it was. If you get like some and, weird kind of head high. Oh, well, okay. So maybe. Yeah. So for normal, it's 18th man can be used if three players get ruled out by concussion. Or another player is yeah. unable to finish the match as a result of foul play. Yes. Yeah, it's foul. Yeah. Foul play. That's the origin one. I thought. So if someone, if someone gets injured and the person who injures them gets sent off or sin binned. Then you can bring the 18 men or like yeah, the 18 like coat player. hanger. Someone. And so, who's our 18th man? Is it Dearden? Yeah, but yeah, but it doesn't have to be a coat hanger. You can just you. Can, no, but I was just. It, it was an example anything. of like when you just right. intentionally injure someone, do something like that. that I didn't is realize not, that is I didn't, nuts. I didn't realize that, that was Dearden the rule. Playing. It was. I don't. New. I don't actually like that Dearden's our 18th man then, because like we already have. Hater. No, no, I'm not being a hater. I like I. I think he well and truly deserved a spot in the squad, but more so just didn't because think that, didn't think that last year, did you? No, but he was <laughs> really just good. Stop this year. He's saying just leave it. But Ben Hunt, like you have Ben Hunt, you have Harry Grant, you yeah. have like multiple halves. Maybe options. you go with an outside back. I feel like you go with. I think maybe because Kalen Ponga is made of paper. Cool. That's fair. So maybe well, Munster, got, uh, that's well, Munster, true, Munster can move to um, fullback. Cobo, Cobo fullback. No, Munster can move to fullback and then Ben Hunt can move into the halves and then you got Harry Grant there anyway. Like, I don't think a, an injury to the outside backs is that bad for Queensland when you got Munster there. Would you move Munster to the fullback or would you move yeah. like... No, you definitely move Munster. I know you got like Val, you got Val Holmes there. Man. But you wouldn't want to keep Munster in the halves? Well, even even if you say it wasn't, he like, does some elite work from fullback. He's really good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't well, know. Just, who you that's the nice thing about having Ben Hunt and Harry Grant. You've got a guy there in Ben Hunt that actually plays in the halves for his club team. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like, is Dearden the right choice for that? No, I just because I, I didn't realize how easy it was to get an 18th man in there. I'd rather have maybe like 
I don't know, like I think who could you who would you put? Hammer? Just another uh, outside back. Maybe another f- maybe not an outside back. Who's maybe someone that's forward? like Jaira's nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. And they have Hammerser, and Tuolangi. Which are the other reserves. I'd put to- I'd put Tuolangi there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would actually I have Tuolangi before I would. Xavier Coates. Before Xavier Coates. Oh. Yeah, no, my I'm order of wingers. Like there's four wingers that were gonna potentially be picked, like Tuolangi, Coyotes, Xavier Coates, Selwyn. And honestly, it's a Xavier Coates is the fourth one I would have picked because like Coyotes and Tulangi <laughs> are both playing better than him and they both play on the left. I am actually Tulangi next to Val Holmes, next to his club mate. That can we, can we can, wait, wait, just, just stop for a second. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you predict or where did you predict the Cowboys to oh finish? Dead fucking Before the season. Dead last. Like no, no, I didn't. I didn't actually. Cowboys for the spoon, I feel like I heard you say. No, no, no. Once, that was a joke. I, I said that they would be. Oh, in, no, no, okay. listen. No, listen. <laughs> I said they would be bottom 13 to 16. Okay. And and now your favorite player is Murray Tulangi. <laughs> It's, it's not, not my, it's not not my favorite, favorite, but I very, I like, I legitimately, like, I don't think Tim realizes that I actually really like him. I'm just, I didn't like him enough to not put his team 13 to 16, did you? He's not my favorite cowboy. Sorry player. that he's a, a winger. Who, who's your favorite cowboy player? Yes. <laughs> Cotter. Yeah, it is Cotter. <laughs> Big Cotter fan. <laughs> what? Don't, don't like any of the cowboys, please. It goes Cotter, Tuolangi. And then probably either Din or Nano. So everyone on this on the team, pretty much. <laughs> Big fan of the Queenslanders. Team, pretty much. Hey, if Felt made the Queensland team, I wouldn't like him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he did. How many people in 2015? He, he did win the grand final for us. I, <clears throat> yeah, I um, I'm a little bit shocked that Cobo's got the right wing spot over Coates especially when Coates feels so robotic right when, like <laughs> this is your lane and you yeah, stay, you stay there and you just don't keep your width <laughs> just just you do this I again. predict I predict at least one Xavier Coates defensive just <laughs> brain fart play yeah well, he's especially both- the fact that he's playing on the an edge that he has not played on well both around. wingers have, have good who's his wing who's style. his Who's his opposing wing? Is it Daniel um, Tupou? It'll be or, Daniel Tupou. Well, Tupou normally plays on the left edge. Oh, well, well since, no, no. Since he's playing on the left, it'll be Brian Toe probably. Oh, dear wait, God. wait. I Who's assume. playing left? Xavier oh, Coates. No, and no, then no, Toe, no, no, I assume, will be on the right side. because Daniel, Unless Daniel Tupou moves from the left wing to the right. Yeah. I, want, I don't actually know which way New South Wales is playing that. Like, because well, you're going to have Katoni on well, the right. Daniel, Daniel Tupou's... Daniel Tupou's five and Xavier Coates is five. So yeah, I'm guessing. I, I don't think wait, the numbers matter. Anymore. I don't think the numbers matter. Yeah. No. Teams well, just I'm guess, well if, it, if it's lined up the way it is, then I guess you go against your opponent. Like if you're oh. the five, if you're the five winger, you go against a two winger. No, no. I, no, I feel like I read that Whiten's playing left center and, and, Toto will be left center, uh, left wing with him. Yeah, and then what well, you think Crichton comes in to join him? Yeah, and then so 
it's going to be so Tupu is going to swap sides. Super is going to swap sides and be with uh, Stags. Stags. Yeah, that's going to be a problem for Xavier. He's got Katani. I, I, I would rather I would I would rather Xavier going against Tupo than Brian Toro. He's yes, also got yeah, Katani. Absolutely. Yeah, but he's also got Katani <laughs> Stags that he's going to have to rush out on and potentially Imagine shut plays down. Imagine if they on the same side as Stags. You just have those. Yeah, yeah, but like you will have. Yeah. you'll have either. <laughs> You have either Gagai or Holmes yeah, as yeah. like center. No, I I know that's still <laughs> who they're pretty good defensively. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, pretty good they're defensively. They're both very good. Oh, that's that's the biggest thing. Like the fact that we don't have Capewell like in our centers, like we actually have two legitimately good centers, is going to make such a difference. Yeah, but it's still it's like, you know Xavier is going to get caught out there with like stag. the idea. The idea of Xavier Coates having to. Like go out and make a tackle on Brian Toro, who's cutting back in, is terrifying. Yeah, because he doesn't move in. Uh, well, he only moves in straight lines. I should say. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm just surprised. It's like Corey Oates, you just give him a line and they run it as fast. <laughs> as you can. Yeah, I'm just very surprised that like because out of the two wingers, out of Coates and and Cobo, it feels like the person that's a bit more versatile is Cobo. Hundred percent. So you'd like, well, but that, that's like the thing is like, I feel like there's two ways of looking at it. You can go, Cobo's a rookie. Do you just let him have that wing to take the pressure of him and let Xavier, who's played what two series now, a bit more like mature that give him like a bit of a tougher job, or do you say Selwyn's the in-form winger that's super like definitely more dangerous, and you just let him have that right wing to see if he can create something. But Selwyn's What's definitely it? way more versatile. I've heard some people say that Selwyn's like his left side's better, but. If that's true, maybe they just would have put him on the left. But a yeah. few, a few like um, anal- like analysts and stuff have said that they've heard he's better on the left side. So what's your prediction? I, I mean, what's my prediction? <laughs> uh, Queensland twenty to sixteen. I think either Queensland wins a close game. Or they just get pumped. They just get annihilated. I don't know. I like. I really I, like. I, this I, feel, I feel like. I feel like the Blues are just a little bit like have a little bit more class. Oh so no, they absolutely have more class. They're gonna. We- they're gonna stick with the game, and Queensland has potentially five debutants. I think. Yeah, but Queensland have some motherfuckers in the middle. They're gonna That's be trucking nut up the field. No, what we like that. But I think what I think what Queensland has is they just have there's just a little bit about them. Yeah. There's they, just, they're they're, motherfuckers, they're, as, just the as guys you would like say. guys like Cotter, guys like Nanai, <laughs> just these cowboys. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's gonna be a close game, but I think But I'm saying I with these motherfuckers, they're not gonna get blown out or pumped. I think there's more I think there's more chance that we get blown out, then we blow. Oh, then I was blown out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, agree with that. that's fine. Yeah, but we're not getting blown out. I like us. I, I don't think we do, but if it does happen, it's going to happen to us. Oh, one thing I I saw someone put the just before we finish up. I saw someone put the the New South Wales team they thought should have been picked, like a New South uh, New South Wales fan. It might have even been in a Penrith Panthers fan page. I could be wrong, but. Um, Someone said that they thought Reynolds should be the seven and Cleary the six. And I thought about this and I was like, it's kind of funny because 
I think if they were Queenslanders, that actually might be how it ended up. Cause like we kind of like shifted like Thurston into that six role or we like. If they were, uh, Oh, you mean if Cameron Munster didn't exist? Yeah. Yeah. As in like, yeah, if it was like kind of the other way around, I don't know. Like, cause that is New South Wales, two best halves. And I actually think Cleary could potentially make a good, I don't know, like him being, but they're like club receiver. mates and they have the connection. Yeah, I know. It's just like a fun, when I read it, I like, never even thought it never even occurred to me like, Oh, what would Cleary look like as like the six, if you had he can run, not, he can run the ball. Yeah. But he's not the, he doesn't like have, he, he's not the, um, what's the word? Like the, like the spontaneous type of player that Thurston was. No, he's not, not at all. So I, yeah, when I read it, I was like, it kind of, I was just like, ah, oh, like that maybe, is that, could that be even a thing? I don't think so, but I didn't mind it. I didn't like the thought of Cleary kind of do that. Cause he's obviously like actually quite a strong. Cleary and, Cleary and Lou, I would just, they just make more sense though. No, it does make sense. And, and because they also have Brian Toro. Because, like, I don't even know if Luai and Isaiah Yo. Like, out of all the halves, like, is Luai, is Luai the, the best six in New South Wales? Maybe, actually. Yep, Cody Walker. He makes the most sense. He does make the most sense to pick him, especially with, like, that spine and with Cleary and yeah. Yo. And, he got the job done last year. Yeah. So he's also uh, kind of built for He's your anytime try scorers. I haven't pulled the old sports bet out yet, but Cobo's bagging one. None. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no actual odds. Just who do you think scores? Uh, so Queensland 2016. And then you gotta pick two try you gotta pick two try scores for me. For yeah, I've got the teams. Cobo and Nano. Oh, Nano. Cobo and Nano. Ramini. No one is ever gonna hunt for a try more in their life than Nano <laughs> in the in the 15 minutes he gets. He might put three on them. <laughs> like I just sniffs a try. Could you could you imagine if he scores a double off a kick, like off two kicks? Just oh, big fan. I'd lose. I'd lose my shit. Who? What, what about New South Wales? Um, I don't know. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I always put Stags in my anytime try scorer. So Stags. Yeah. No, <laughs> he hasn't paid no, off for a really long time. <laughs> Come on, Stags, give me a try. Like, just the law of averages means he has to score at some point, right? I don't think they're letting him score. Um, no, I don't think so either. I think it's going to be... I think it's Teddy. Teddy and... You have to say Brian sir. Sims. Dude, he was so good last last time. Sims. I think this series is it, there's just there's going to be a try from a second rower. Sims over Brian Toto. I just think there's just some tries in the second row. Those edge forwards are going to bag a couple. So you pick Sims over Cam Murray. Yeah, he just Cam Murray's kind of like trying to be a little bit pretty with it. Sims just runs like a. Your multi, your multi's going to be paying a hard line, a pretty penny. He's going to be like five. I, I feel like Tarek Sims is going to be like five fifty for, or like four dollars for a try. Maybe I haven't looked. All right, we got to wrap this up. Do you guys want to give your your, your little sports bets? 
I don't bet. I don't gamble. I'm a responsible adult. Fair enough. Tim, what's yours? <laughs> well, what do you mean? What's yours? What's mine what? Any mine time. Any time. Try score. I like I like the sound of the uh the nanai pick actually. Cabo nanai? No, not Cabo. <laughs> I think I think Ponga nanai. <laughs> I think Ponga scores one. I think he stepped. No, you, guys he stepped someone. you guys are picking like a, a I think second. he breaks someone's I think he breaks someone's ankles. Debbie Tom bench forward, both you picked a Debbie Tom bench forward. To gonna be the, he's not playing <laughs> but on the other side, I think it's um Teddy and Brian Toho. Not Tarek Sims. Tarek Sims is not scoring a Did he score last origin? Tarek yeah. Tarek Sims maybe first first try scorer. <laughs> just a little short ball short ball on the line and he just sniffs it out I can see it no way blue eye just hits him with a little short short little, ball a little Look shorty it. little flatty right on the line maybe Payne Haas maybe Payne Haas because you guys yeah, were so mean Haas. to him on the weekend not Payne Haas I wasn't mean to him that was a little bit actually I said some bad but anyway I, I'm also someone doing the shit out of him on the weekend Alrighty, I do want to watch Kenobi. So, does anyone have any more takes? Mm, not really. Not for Origin. No, I only yeah, like I only had one snub for Origin. I think Corey Oates or Tulani should have been left wing. I'm pretty happy I with. Think I, think, I think it's a weird 14 pick with Crichton there, but I guess Freddie has a plan. I don't. I don't trust. I it's a shit plan. <laughs> I think I think Jalen Brown more likely MVP than Steph Curry. Oh, I'm. Let's go, man. I don't know. Steph many MVP finals MVPs. His, Steph history, does. history, history doesn't isn't kind to Steph when it comes to finals. If MVPs. it's not yeah. Steph winning one, I hope it's Draymond. Draymond's not winning finals MVP. Anyway, it yeah. has to be Steph. If, if, if Draymond. If, if, had, Steph has to would have like a just a horrible series if he doesn't win Finals MVP. It he feels he like would actually have to have like the worst games of his life for them not to give him. No, he actually has, he has a Finals MVP now. He's at that conference. He's got that. He's got that Magic Johnson. If Draymond's your Finals MVP, they don't win the Finals. I didn't realize that was a. Th- when did that become th- announced that there's going to be a uh, like, uh, like a couple of weeks ago? Because I was watching the game, and then all of a sudden they're like handing him this trophy, and I was like, "Wait, what is this?" If if Jason if Jason Tatum's playing, if Jason Tatum is playing with um his little purple armband the whole series, it's, it's going to be lights out, lights out for Golden State. I want to know what Bill Simmons feels about that. He didn't. I I don't think I've heard him talk. I want I want to know. I want to know what I I want to hear any Boston Celtics fan talk about. Jason Tatum playing with a Kobe Bryant armband, a purple Kobe Bryant armband. Like it's not even it's not even black or white. It's it's just basically a Lakers armband on a Celtics jersey. Tim, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to cut you off because we're about to run out of battery here. So <laughs> on the laptop, and I don't know where the court is. But that is a wrap on this. Thank you guys. Um, I hope you can survive the cold, Max. It's pretty cold out there in Brisbane. Very cold. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.